Alright guys, welcome back to Wind of Erudition with your main man Kaz. Are you down for the cause? Enough said. Alright, I got an update on um, our little COVID-19 problem that we've been witnessing in this nation recently. Um, there's a couple of news stations that put this news out, but I did some digging myself and I realized there's some things that are particularly backwards. Um, and it, it doesn't make sense when you research it. It's, it. It literally is basically saying the same thing without trying to admit it. It's the element that I'm getting from it. But uh, we'll start with this. If none of you were aware, they were saying originally when this first started, as far as the COVID, um, they were saying that black people were those that were majorly susceptible to catching it and passing it on to other hosts and all this, right? Now, I already had a film that had nothing to do with anything that we do, okay? They just came out about six days ago, going on a week now, saying that Neanderthal DNA uh, gives a higher risk of COVID-19. And this particular DNA can be found, you know, as far as percentiles that they've just given out. I'm sure things are going to be more concrete as I research and as they continue to unveil what they would like you to hear. But I'm going uh, to try to give you the truth before they deliver that. But anyway, so I'm here for it. Um, 50% in Asia, okay, particularly Bangladesh, all right, um, have this particular neanderthal dna okay 68 percent in europe okay now this is the thing we already know if you look at the statistics now in the recent week even for the covid 19 most people susceptible to it are going to be older okay as they say and mostly going to be caucasian okay why is this important this neanderthal dna is what confirms this all right, now, there was a study done by a man named Tony Capper. He's a biological, he does biological sciences at a place called Vanderbilt BioView, okay? And particularly, this DNA being in your system makes you more susceptible to feeling pain. Um, your blood clots more quickly due to the fact that if you have Neanderthal blood, it is thicker. Your blood is thicker if you have Neanderthal DNA. Excuse me. And you're three times apparently more likely to catch these symptoms having this in you. And it plays a role in your immune response. So the aspects of your white blood cells and everything else assimilating in a way that it should to react to this. Um, are quite different than what it would be for indigenous people like myself. Like, it genuinely is, the proof's in the pudding right here, okay? All right, this is where things got trippy for me. Okay, now, they say you're, particularly the immune system when it has this Neanderthal DNA in it. 
Okay, there's two types of prominent, what they claim to be non-lethal cancers that can be basically caught or developed with time, particularly. You got what they like to call AK, as far as abbreviated for actinic keratosis. And then you have what would be BCC, which is basal cell carcinoma. All right, now, the problem with this picture is this. AK, also known as actinic keratosis, is sun damage from sun exposure, but it usually occurs after years, right? Now, the thing is, they say, if you look that up right now and you put the word melanoma after it, you're going to find a lot of research and things of this nature that's been put together that's basically trying to say that they're not the same thing. But if you look at it for what it is, they always, always say that if left untreated, it can develop into melanoma, okay? Now... This is the thing with AKs, okay? Actinic keratosis. It is simply the same with basal cell carcinoma, but the whole fact of the uh, basal cell carcinoma is that you genuinely are potentially able, as far as the cancerous parts of the skin, because these are all cancers that affect the surface of the skin, apparently, right? So why would it not be melanoma? You you tell me. That's that's where we that's where it makes perfect sense. Okay, it's, this is where it's completely backwards. Okay, um, when you think about BCC, basal cell carcinoma, you start to realize when you look at it, its study, it can spread like roots that can project and invade surrounding structures like muscle and bone. So you could almost look at it like this: when they're saying it's non-lethal, it makes no sense. Okay. Because particularly for anyone who's catching these things, it's always going to be those who particularly are more susceptible to not being able to handle the sun. And we know those who have melanin and are actually adequately taking care of themselves will never have to deal with these type of problems. Okay? Never. The thing of this nature is, it's the fact that they say on average as far as AKs, actinic keratosis affects on average 3 million people, okay, worldwide, right? And they call it common, which it is. The fact of why they, I believe, that this is being expressed in this certain way where they're kind of trying to say this ain't melanoma, but it can, it can lead you to it type thing, um, because they don't want you to know how many people are dying from melanoma, okay? Which, uh, this is highly concerning to, um, the Caucasoid, uh, diaspora. Um, this is very important, actually. Uh, there's a lot of people who die from melanoma by the year, and a majority of these individuals are not black at all, okay? And the thing of why I mention this is, with them saying that COVID-19 was originally linked with us as far as being 
um, indigenous black people okay Niji okay they say that we were more susceptible to catching and spreading it but the whole point of this virus which they've just confirmed is due to the due to the presence of having Neanderthal DNA in the blood. So anybody that you see with this in the blood, we can conclude this. This is why this has to also be discussed real quick. Not to sidetrack too bad, but this is some pretty serious information. When we're looking at it for what it is, when you think of the whole aspect of a black man and a white woman, white man, black woman, intermingling and say for instance having a child okay the thing is is that forever on after that point this dna is more than likely going to occupy that child and the next person that they will they lay with in the future and have a child with if that ends up being the case it's going to also have the same dna spread in them okay this dna is unavoidable because it literally makes the dna makeup of particularly 68 to 50% of most people on who are affected by this, okay? And they are not black, okay? Now, the reason why this is basically a sign, and this is just me being real, this is my own personal um, statement. And the fact of it having to be said is due to this very research I have in front of me. We really need to realize that. We have an issue here where we have a lot of people doing this, what would be this, the mixing of genetics through the sexual process, what they like to call, to call race mis mixing. Um, it's less about just the nationality and shit. We got to look at things like this, this DNA, an aspect of how it affects those who particularly actually have predominantly black genetics, aka predominantly indigenous genetics, but then may have this Neanderthal DNA hidden due to the fact of when you're talking up to... Because I'll just start with 1455 when slavery really hit us over here in what we like to call Turtle Island, aka America. There's a lot of raping going on, man. I want y'all to really look at that. There's a lot of rape going on. And when I mean a lot, it was a lot of people definitely getting raped. Not only by white people, but we have the Mongolians who are also doing that. We have Spaniards who are also. The amount of times that indigenous cultures have been susceptible to basically mixing genetics without intending at all to do so um, due to being forced whether that be through slavery um, through capture through being sold whatever the case um, this very DNA has potential traces in those who were affected this is why we have those certain amount of people who are in quotations, you know, black, but also are being seen to have COVID-19. Now, this is the analysis, right? The reason why that genuinely is so important, because 
as far as research shows, a majority of black individuals are not in interracial relationships, okay? Which is quite surprising. But when we're talking worldwide, nah, we, we obviously are more comfortable with who we can associate with. Um, and this is every culture, um, genuinely. Now, the reason why this is important is because with us potentially being affected by things that we had little to no damn control over at far too many points in history after that first exposure of meeting individuals who were colonial, um, it, it has caused a lot of things in the forefront to come to the matter, hence why um, the attention would be drawn to black people. It makes perfect sense. Um, this information is something that's clearly already known. We already know. And melanin has the capacity where when the body's well taken care of, and as a side note, a true melanated body actually best runs off, it runs best off vegetables and fruits and herbs and sunlight. We start to realize our melanin actually assimilates and actually attacks diseases that enter our body around the same time and in a lot of cases before even white blood cells are introduced. A lot of people don't understand that white blood cells are actually backup. They're not your main, um, they're not your main protection. They're a portion of it. And together they make this, this shield. But the reality is, for us, that, that main portion is that melanin. That melanin protects us on a DNA level, biologically. You know, we literally assimilate ourselves with light and kinetic energy, which tends to burn diseases away, which has been proven. Hence the whole aspect of raising your frequency and things of this nature to actually rid yourself of ailments diseases and things of this nature now the thing of why this is very important is that we know someone who does not have melanin cannot assimilate kinetic energy in the same way now that's fine what's not fine is that we're not being told that there's two whole different organisms on this planet and that one was literally and is figuratively and it is literally scientifically through all analysis been proven to be genetically modified We have to realize this. When it comes to this Neanderthal DNA, it's very important for us to realize that these same problems that people who have this DNA are facing is not the similar problems that we are facing. We don't have to be dealing with catching cancer from sunlight. We were made to absorb sunlight. We were literally made for that. So when you think about the descriptions of COVID-19 and how they describe it as well, um, and with the recent information coming out about this, with me doing that little backup information that I did to, to kind of double confirm what I already knew, as far as AKs are concerned, AKA actinic keratosis, can give rise to squamous cell carcinomas, okay? 
squamous cell carcinomas. Okay, now these actually lead you to develop certain skin surface type cancers, aka what you consider melanoma in itself. You can you can look at melanoma as just the extreme phases of BCC, aka basal cell carcinoma, and actinic keratosis. They're basically the same thing, it's just levels, and I think it's not being explained. We could put AK in the front, put BCC second, and then put melanoma third. And the factor of why this is really crazy to me is because even down to what particular sizes of the said you know, skip because this is the thing, real quick. Excuse me. Actinic keratosis, as far as how it appears on the skin, it appears like scales. Alright. Thing is, is that these areas where these scales are developing at, when left untreated, can become ulcers and they get red and can develop pus under the surface of the skin. The thing is, is that this pus is genuinely being cooked under the surface level of the first layer of skin. This cooking is causing this, these ulcers, and these ulcers become hard, okay, which develop in the cancers, all right? So when you tend to look up AK or BCC, you'll realize um, basal cell carcinoma and actinic keratosis a lot of people look at them and literally when they have it as far as those who actually develop these things they literally there has been attempts to try to cut it out literally surgically things of this nature to get the tumor out the ulcer out the hardening of particular you know places where this scaly type of I can't say rash we're gonna say a lesion develops this lesion now due to simply having actinic keratosis one may be prone to melanomas as a result simply by having sun damage now the reason why that is important I'll say it one more time Due to simply having actinic keratosis, one may be prone to melanomas as a result simply by having sun damage. Who's mainly affected by sun damage? Okay. Why is that in the forefront of what we need to know right now? It's due to the fact that Apparently, they say only 10% is cancerous over time. Only 10% apparently, huh? But the majority of squamous cells carcinomas start out as actinic keratosis. And the whole point of squamous cell carcinomas is that when left untreated, they turn into melanomas. So we got some old, we got some like evolution happening here when we talking about how this 
this here actic keratosis and basal cell carcinoma works these are the two main um forms of skin cancer excuse me the two main forms basically of skin cancer so don't excuse me actually they're the two main forms of basically skin-based disorders they're the two most absolute two most um prominent across the world now the thing is is that most of these studies when we're looking at it are obviously being done on those who have no melanin or little to no melanin and actually are affected by these particular things due to the fact that they cannot handle sun exposure so if they're saying that only 10 percent is cancerous over time but the majority of squamous cell carcinomas start out as actinic keratosis And knowing that simply having actinic keratosis may make you prone to melanomas as a result simply by having sun damage and leaving it untreated. And no matter how many times you treat it, you can develop it again if you don't have that melanin. Hmm think we're starting to realize that there's some lies here it's quite clear seems like someone's trying to make it seem like the same thing is three different things when in reality when you look at all three of these symptoms of the skin they only affect those who cannot handle sun exposure. Now, when we look at melanoma, melanoma is genuinely, it, it can get all the way up to you having literally cysts on your body that burst to literally having cancers that link deep into your muscle and bone from the surface which in all, can ultimately put you in a state of, you know, cellular death. Your cells are literally dying when this occurs. Now, the thing of why there's some damage from sun exposure is wild to me particularly is because if they're saying that melanoma is, is, is only acute with those who definitely highly can't protect themselves from the sun exposure the whole point is is that you can still develop it genuinely just not having melanin due to the factor of you ultimately ultimately at one point in your life are going to be confronted by basal cell carcinoma or actinic keratosis if not treating yourself well and even then you're more than likely going to catch it if you have melanoma. Excuse me. You'll catch melanoma if you have it. There you go. Excuse me. It's just wild that they're trying to make it seem like it's two, three, four different things. And it's, it's really all the same. So don't let it trip you up. When it, when it comes to... As far as any indigenous, a.k.a. black people, a.k.a. those who have melanin, a.k.a. the original Niji, a.k.a. the original inhabitants of Turtle Island, 
when you think about these individuals, you realize that they are not being affected. And genuinely, the more healthy the black man or woman, the better. And we clearly know that. And we already know that. Well, one should, if you don't know yet. Being a melanated individual, you assimilate light at a far quicker pace, man. The thing is, is that one must eat well to retain kinetic energy, a.k.a. to hold light for longer periods of time. See, this is the thing here. Best example of this is if I put a white shirt outside and a black shirt outside during a hot summer day and I leave them out from 12 at high noon all the way up to 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Go outside, obviously the black shirt's going to be far hotter than the white one, okay? The white one will definitely be a bit cooler. When I bring them inside, it's going to be this aspect that the black shirt will slowly start losing its heat, okay? The registered heat in the shirt will slowly leave. For the white tee, I could leave it outside and it will remain cool. This is literally when we're applying these to skin. The color white rejects light. Okay? The color white rejects light. Okay? And when you look in space, when you look at the aspects of even like a black hole, clearly taking in light and being able to retain light is what genuinely that is when you look at say for instance a, a wormhole or sources of extreme light affecting things like wormholes they bend around light they maneuver through light they break light apart they do this they never fully take in light Never fully. They can, but never fully. This is very important because when we're talking about the white t-shirt and the black t-shirt, you must train yourself, no matter what side of the fence you're at, to be able to hold more kinetic energy for longer periods of time without damaging yourself. The only way you can do this is with melanin. Hence, the whole point of that black shirt holding so much heat and slowly losing it. And the aspect of the white shirt will keep its cool because it's rejecting light and heat that the light brings. So, it'll be much more colder, okay, than this here black shirt. When you're talking about that white shirt, I want you to view it as it's a task to push all that light away constantly. It's a task, okay? Me blocking off that source of light and all the heat that it brings. It's a task for my skin. Um, 
with that in mind, as time goes on, you will develop actinic keratosis and things of this nature, basal cell carcinoma and melanomas, um, depending on the, the ability to be viable within sunlight. The ability to assimilate that which is most abundant. And when we talk about the aspect of the, the importance of, you know, light in human consciousness and evolution, we realize that only the things that sit in light for the most majority of their existence evolve the quickest. This has been confirmed. Evolution has little to nothing to do with just animals just choosing to wake up in the morning like oh well i'm gonna grow some wings that's that's not actually how to fucking go it's sun exposure that literally influences certain telomeres within the dna to activate causing certain mutations depending on that that species depending on their environment depending on things in this nature all these things add up to what we like to call evolution but evolution as we've been told by darwin is a fucking lie because if evolution literally is completely linked to the ability to assimilate light in the DNA to transmute everything from your telomeres within the DNA, everything to genuinely your entire cell makeup being rejuvenated and, and changed, then we can clearly confirm that Darwin's theory has nothing to do with what the fuck we needed to know. Hence why he made it in the first place. And that's a whole nother discussion, but it's the simple point that Darwin's theory was complete false. And it's confirmed to be false because the only ones that he claimed to be three-fifths of a human was those who had melanin. So how does that work? When we consider that through real scientific and practical research, you can find out easily, very easily, that light is completely responsible for evolution. And we're able to completely assimilate it. We were born to do that. We were literally created with the, the imminent ability to connect to nature. The only thing separating indigenous people from plants is the fact that we have iron and they have magnesium. That's it. It's the only two things that separate us. And that includes on the color spectrum. Being an indigenous, AKA melanated Niji, your ability to be photosynthetic to the sun is completely in, in all reality possible. Hence why those who really tapped into their melanin enjoy the sun. And we can handle it for days, months on end without even going indoors. I wanted to add in quick too. Cause I'm just I'm I'm just giving you the think tank and I want you to swim in it, okay? But I want you to really look at it. Hey, go ahead and research everything I'm saying. I dare you to do that. And I honestly, I honestly would appreciate if you did for your own sake. 
I don't care if you're you're Caucasian. I don't care if you're indigenous. I don't care if you're Asian. I don't care if you're Latino. I don't care where. I don't care what. I don't care what the case is. This is information on a need-to-know basis because it's this information that they ain't telling nobody. And this is getting many people killed and many people are dying from the very fact that this information ain't being provided in school. This information ain't being given to you. But that's what that's what I'm here to do. When you think about the whole aspect of when you look at our ability to assimilate light is very simple, man. It's very simple. And like I said in prior, it's we're clearly walking plants. This is why our hair stands up and doesn't wilt. This is why we carry the frequency from our feet straight to the head and straight out. And the hair follows suit. Afros to all this stuff. Okay. The normal state of melanated hair is always going to be upright. I just want you to understand how closely relative we are the plants and how much they didn't tell us and how many people have lost their lives living a life that wasn't meant for them. Melanated people were not intended to be living in the same light that Caucasians are. We're not supposed to be eating the same shit. That's genuine facts. Look at the DNA of a black man and look at the DNA of a white man and anybody else who has no melanin and we start to realize that our ability to assimilate meat is far less. That's facts. And we age extremely quick the more meat we eat as indigenous people. This is just facts. And you can see it in the face. I'm telling you everything. Telling you everything right now. And that's anybody though. But it's highly, 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 highly effective in us who have melanin because our blood, just like in plants, ain't supposed to be fucking thick. It's not supposed to be mucus and membranous. You know what I'm saying? Like that. We are supposed to have blood that literally can flow very fluidly throughout our systems. So we can carry that kinetic energy correctly and actually have our melanin do the job that it's supposed to do without us having to grow a bunch of fucking hair and things of this nature. And this is why we see the exact opposite with every other culture. But you will have that instance where you see individuals who are of what would be indigenous nature and have a lot of hair, body hair, things of this nature, it's quite clear. Because everyone has this perception that everybody who's in America, as we know it, and who is what we call African American, is from fucking Africa. 
And that's a lie. The original people who occupied over here were indeed copper colored and were not Mongols and Mexicans and were not $5 Indians. We have to realize that. Because it's not realizing this type of stuff here that's got us getting affected by similar diseases from those who took the land. So just use your intelligence. Use that org field to reach out and gain that knowledge that you need to understand what I'm saying. But more so, understand for yourself. Research. Put in some work. And you will find out. It will come to you just like it came to me. And for those who are already aware, you already know, soul family, how we move. We're doing this for the culture. But we also doing this because we all need to work together. But there's clearly been a lack of information on the indigenous end has been delivered to us. And a lot of the information we've been given has been delivered in the wrong way. So as we sit here and we're dying off of similar diseases that we would never catch if we weren't behaving in the same manner as those that took the land from us. It's quite clear. We, we would all be in a better place. But that's not how it worked out. So clearly people like me have to come in the forefront and provide this information and the research needed to get people on the right track. And I'll say as a disclaimer real quick, in no way, shape, or form is this meant to incite hate between peoples. In no way, shape, or form is this to point a finger at a nationality and blame them for what you're going through right now. What, what has been done has been done. Of course, there are things still happening. But I want you to realize if you're alive, you have... This is your chance to actually go against the grain and change that. What must truly be understood, though, is that we were lied to. Completely. Us as indigenous people were completely lied to. From literally what we were supposed to be eating all the way up to literally what you call an Indian now is not even an Indian not even one it's not indigenous I'll give you one more thing to research on the tail end of this and I've said it already once in this video but if you didn't hear or if you missed missed out on it or if you don't remember I want you to look up the $5 Indian Act and I want you to find out exactly what took place during that time and why we had a majority of indigenous people, a.k.a. the original occupiers, a.k.a. the original Indians, why a lot of them got 
killed, kicked out, replaced. That is literally your reason. That is one of the main things that influenced everything that you're seeing right now with reservations and things of this nature. Has a lot to do with it. This is just straight facts. To even go further, the word Indian in itself means indigo, meaning blue-black, which is exactly the original color of those who occupied here first and were first ones here. It's, it's simple stuff, man. That if they told you, your whole perception would flip around and we would have to reconfirm with our identity and know who the hell we are. But, see, this is something that a lot of people don't want to do because it would literally have... It would literally split their mind in half, basically. It'll be hard to know certain things about your family and things of this nature having that realization. So from all this Neanderthal DNA talk that they just released, talking about all this and how it affects us, I mean, the very fact of having Neanderthal DNA alone genuinely causes you to catch not only COVID-19 easier, but there's already studies that have been done that show psychiatric changes occur in those who have this Neanderthal DNA much more. And these psychiatric changes come from the fact that as far as your Neanderthal was occupying areas originally that had little to no sun exposure so long periods of time spent in gray dark type areas cold areas hence the whole point they depict neanderthals in caves it's already been shown psychologically you are affected when you're not in light you psychologically get more depressed. You psychologically feel more stressed. And in some cases, you can't think straight. Your body changes literally to the point where you may not even know when or when not to sleep. We don't only need the, the moon, we need the sun too. And we don't only need the sun, we need the moon. These balance out the serotonin and the melatonin within us. And I'm talking the chemical compound, compounds which help us to go to sleep and help us to have that extra jota energy to get things done. Just realize that these psychiatric, what would be ailments that have come up from having this DNA in the genes has been basically confirmed. There's and, and it was clear. It's clear. It, it don't take much though. It don't take much research either to really get to the down and the nitty gritty. You gotta use your common sense. Well listen ladies and gentlemen, alright? It's been a good cast. It's been a good broadcast real quick. I had to get this information out. I just found out about it. If you want to look on 
if you want a, a little, you know, uh, what you call it, excuse me. Mm. If you want a lead uh, to actually do your own research on this, look up B Vanderbilt BioView. V-A-N-D-E-R-B-I-L-T space B-I-O-V-U. And I'm sure you will come across Tony Capra, who's in the biological sciences, and he's one of the the researchers who have helped to put this in the forefront as of recent. Due to Vanderbilt's BioView um, ability to retain mass amounts of DNA based information because they take samples of those who deal with them they were able to look through the samples that they already had basically to find out this very information and to actually pinpoint the particular DNA of the Neanderthal in particular people so much so that you can see even the part of the body that is affected by it it's so irregularly occurring that you can literally find it in just a portion of your body is basically what I get from that it's, it's, it's wild it's not something that was supposed to supposed to happen genetically it wasn't supposed to take place but you see this is coming from a place where this this is a, a ailment coming from something that was genetically modified. We already know the original human was though was that was that who had the mitochondrial Eve gene. And that gene occupies all possible life of humanoid form on the planet. But the thing is, is that none of that life lacked melanin. All the traces of that DNA within the original black woman who had the mitochondrial Eve gene. Hence where you get the whole perception of Adam and Eve. That's where it comes from. It's the mitochondrial Eve gene. This is an actual thing. This gene is the gene that all those who actually have melanin. Genetically are linked to. Look, are you down for the cause? Enough said. Put in that work. Study hard. And y'all have a great one. Peace and power.